If you listen to the show for any amount of time, you know that I do have a merch store or two, and I don't generally push my merch because I don't feel comfortable hitting you guys up for money. But if you're listening to me on anything resembling a regular basis, you probably laugh at the same things I do. You probably think a lot of the same things I do. So why don't you go check out HorribleDesigns.com. They have assorted merchandise with funny comments on it, funny t-shirts, funny mouse pads, funny coffee cups, and then some stuff that maybe not necessarily so funny, but is definitely relevant, whether it's a social opinion, an economic opinion, a stance on you know things like veganism or whether or not you need essential oils in your life. So yeah, anyway, that's my little plug. I have some of their shirts. They're comfortable. They're cool. I like them. HorribleDesigns.com. Go check it out. The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. When I was a young man, or realistically, from the time I was a kid up into my early, early maybe even mid-twenties, I stayed in the habit of doing something that I learned as a kid that was... I don't know what they would call it these days, but they used to call them thought exercises. It was basic principle behind it was your mind is like any other muscle in your body. You have to keep exercising it and training it to get it to work and function at its peak performance levels. And not that I'm necessarily the most amazing, you know, mentally sound person out there or anything like that, but I can kind of understand how it got left by the wayside. It was a lot more common when I was younger, and as curriculums changed, and realistically, let's face it, schools are not really designed to churn out critical thinkers, and thought exercises create critical thinkers, so it's no wonder that kind of thing was no longer taught, but, and maybe part of it is the way my mind is wired and the way I think about things, and so I I would do these things. I would imagine scenarios and imagine how I would react to them, and think my way through different situations and how I would respond to different things and how I would solve problems if they arose. And it's, it's a good habit to get into, I think. It's not something I need to get back into, but that's really not where I'm going with it. Like, like I said, it, it teaches you how to flex your, your mind, how to critically think. And critical thought is something that's really missing these days. It's really lacking in our society. And it, in spite of all the steps we've made forward in terms of like social acceptance and things like that, which I don't necessarily think are a bad thing, but when practiced in a way that makes sense, not in the ridiculously over-inclusive, every single fucking thing needs to be acknowledged and said it's okay, even when some of it's genuinely fucked up. Because people no longer think critically. People are so focused on, oh, well, I feel this way about that, and I feel that way about this. They've lost the capacity to think critically. And honestly, without getting too deep into the tinfoil hat theory, I've been mulling this over for the last few days. I guess it's kind of a new 
thought exercise that I've been participating in with myself where I'm thinking about why is it that people aren't taught to think critically anymore? Why is it people aren't taught to be critical and analytical? Why is such an emphasis being put on pushing emotional levels over common sense, over critical thought, over rational thought? And a lot of it, I think, is because people that are behaving emotionally are that much easier to control. It's real easy to get people worked up and get people all bent out of shape when they're told from, you know, childhood, your feelings are the most important thing. You're vol- you are valid because of this and because of that. Instead of, you know, thinking critically about the situation, be emotional. Be- and I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm not, I don't want to sound like I'm trying to see, be one of these guys that's like, oh, well, men hold in their emotions. No, I'm not talking about male or female or any uh, anything else you want to identify as. Because, like I've said before, I don't give a fuck what you identify as. It's irrelevant to me. You're a good person or you're a piece of shit. But part of being a good person is you have to be able to think logically and critically. I've been coming across way too much shit these days where it's there's no logic behind it. There's no critical thought. There's no rationality behind it. And it's really kind of sad. And it got me thinking about something that I really haven't thought about since I was probably in my, eh, let's say, mid-20s, towards the tail end of when I would deliberately sit down and have these sessions with myself where I would try and put together a scenario and then imagine how I would deal with it. And I, there used to be, you know, worksheets and shit that you could come across that would help guide this or give you a scenario to work through. And I'm sure there's probably still something similar out there somewhere, but you're going to have to really look to find it. And you might have to go to some sketchy places that are <laughs> going to get you put on a watch list. Because, like I said, I really don't think the powers that be want critical thinkers roaming free in the world. It's, it, for all the progress we've made as a species and as a society, that's one thing that really got lost along the way, and it's a fucking shame, is the just the exercise of thinking and for the sake of bettering your thought processes. Nobody wants to sit down and analyze things. I mean, I shouldn't say nobody, but it's a very small minority at this point. And there was a time when, you know, pe- people that were over... I think like the whole stigma that used to be attached to being a nerd and got reoriented where, yeah, okay, now nerd culture is mainstream and comic books are mainstream and all these other things and things that, but they're, they're being utilized more to suppress thought at this point when all these things that were bastions of the independent thinkers, bastions of the creative minds are now mainstreamed and controlled and being held to the standards that, the mainstream wants to maintain. And that comes in terms of being overly PC and certain things and pushing agendas and pushing wokeness, which is just shoved down every facet of every fucking thing that exists at this point. And I've said it before, I'll say it again, wokeness is not a good thing. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being cognizant. And being woke used to mean an entirely different thing than it means now. It used to be people would say you were woke if you were one of the conspiracy theorists, if you were one of the people that saw the fucking manipulation that was supposedly being done. And I say supposedly because I'm not here to talk about that so much beyond the realms of the concrete, beyond the realms of the things I can point at. And so to get back to what I was saying you know, 20 years ago at this point almost, 
I was thinking about something one day, and and realistically, it was it's one of those things like if I were running shit, how would I do? How how would I keep that control? How would I keep that position? And it's it's all basically what's being done at this point. You get them young. You teach them when they're impressionable. You tell them that this is right and this is how they should believe and this is how they should feel. And anybody that disagrees with that is a personal attack. It's an attack on you personally if someone doesn't agree with you. That's, I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying that's what's right. I'm not saying that's how the world should be. But if I wanted to maintain control over a population and I, you know, keeping a small elect, select group of the elites, the ones that were my inner cadre of people that were going to be overseeing the steering of the world. Yeah, that's the first thing you do is you get kids and you start telling them this is how it is. And, if, and I'm not the first person to see this either. I mean, a lot of the stuff I read when I was a kid and a teenager and a young adult, I, I love books. I love to read. I love to. It's one of those things. Like I said, I used to sit around and imagine scenarios just to work my way through them. I think part of that stems from the fact that I loved reading books. But a lot of the books I read touched on a lot of these things. And it's not a huge leap to go from somebody wrote this book as a warning that this shit is going to happen to, oh, look, this shit is happening and it's being applied. And they told us, and like 1984 is a prime example. Everybody and their fucking mother points to that book and goes, oh, this is how what's going on. And da, 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 da. That's what's been going on for the last... 40 fucking years. And the fact that they're letting you see it at this point just means we've reached the stage where they don't care if you know anymore. Because it's ingrained in enough people. There's an entire generation that has basically been told you don't have to be critical and facts don't matter. And they're coming out and they're there. And it's ridiculous. And coming in on the the tail end of Gen X like I am, it's... Yeah, we're kind of the the overlooked generation here, and we're not. The, they the problem is we're still here, we're still young enough to be vocal, we're still young enough to push back, and the people, powers that be should have waited till we were a little fucking more <laughs> uh, aged, a little more weathered, a little more inclined to just go quietly into the good night. But that's neither here nor there either. The my the way my thoughts are going on this is going back to that critical critical exercise critical thought exercise I put myself through all those years ago yeah so I got to the point of what were the steps I would take to undermine the mass populace to make sure that the few stayed in control and the many were there for support structure and then once I got to that point and I figured out all the things I would do if I were trying to keep people under my thumb and doing what I wanted and making sure I had my best life. Then I, to me, the next logical step, the next rational step in that thought process is what would I do to push back against those things? And it's not like I'm some, you know, masterful tactician. I'm not some military genius. I'm not talking about that kind of pushback. What, what can you do to insulate your own mind against this manipulation? How can you make sure that the people you care about aren't impacted by this as much as the rest of the world. And there's a tipping point. There's a, there's a balance on the scale. And there's a lot of people in this country now that are fucking just fed up with the way things are. And the pushback's going to start coming. And honestly, I'm, 
I really don't. I don't know how it's going to go down. I I know how I would handle it if I were going to try and resist or push back. And I I know exact because, like I said, I've been thinking about this shit for 25 years. I know exactly what I think needs to be done. I know exactly what I think would be effective. Doesn't mean I think it's going to happen. I It'd be one of those interesting kind of things to say, yeah, you know, I was right. I, I saw it playing out almost exactly like this. And there was a time when I really, <laughs> I sat there and I thought about, like, why not? Things, there's a lot of people out there that are saying the world's going to hell. It's been going to hell for a long time. The government has been steadily increasing its boundaries and growing itself. And conditioning the general population to just assume that's the way it has to be. And there are so many people that are out there that, that lack the ability to think critically, that lack the ability to do anything more than regurgitate what's told to them by the head in the box, by the the voice on the screen, by Big Brother literally telling... I mean, the media has it's been proven at this point, the media collusion with the government, so... There was a time when, like, news news reporters were watchdogs. They were there for the people. They were bringing facts to the people. But even going back, you know, a certain amount of time, be outside of, like, pirate radio stations and ham radio operators that were sitting out there spreading alternative options and alternative information, the media generally was at least, uh, to a certain extent, it was neutral. I mean, there was always government involvement and you know, pressure to tell certain stories certain ways. But they would present enough facts that the general population, being equipped to think critically and analytically, could make their own deductions and to do what they needed to do to be a little bit more functional, a little more independent. I mean, for a long time, that was one of the hallmarks of America, was people had this, and around the world, a lot of people still think that it's this way here where we have this headstrong independence, and a lot of us still do. But it's gradually being worn away and eroded, and the government is this bloated bureaucratic mess, which is never an enduring thing. It, if you look back at history, and again, that's one of those critical thought things that people don't aren't encouraged to do anymore. History, bad. Bad things happen. They hurt our feelings, so we can't talk about them anymore. Which is exactly why they're fucking happening again, just with different players filling different the same roles. It's there are elites, there are people being oppressed, there are the general population that you know go out and toil and work and to keep these worthless parasitic cocksuckers out there in their life, in their lifestyle. There are, like I said, there are things that could be done. There are. <laughs> You see reports of it, but you don't even see the reports so much anymore unless you're actually looking for them. You get all these people that are being labeled by the mainstream media as radicals and extremists, and there are extremists out there, and there are radicals out there. The problem is being a radical isn't necessarily a bad thing. Radical just means different from the accepted norm. Now, extremists can be more problematic. I don't really think extremism in any respect is a good thing, but there is a lot of a lot to be said for radical thought processes. That's how 
You make steps forward. That's how you evolve. That's how you grow. You don't grow by just staying in your lane. You just, if you stay in your lane, all you do is you keep wearing that lane down and it becomes a ditch and then it becomes a trench and then it becomes the hole they bury you in. You got to think, you got to grow, you got to be critical. You have to look at the past and apply those lessons to the present. It's the best way to affect a decent future. And that sounds kind of fucking hokey. It sounds like it should be on a bumper sticker or some or a self-help book. And I'm, you know, I'm not, you know, some self-help guru. I'm not. I have a lot of thoughts on how people could be better for themselves, for their families, for other people. And that's based on what I had to do to be better for my family and the people I cared about. One thing you got to do, though, is you have to engage critical thought. You have to start flexing your mental muscles. That means get outside of your comfort zone. Stop regurgitating shit that goes along with what you already believe and start looking for opposing views. Start looking critically at facts, not feelings, not how something makes you feel about the world, but actual hard data. And the longer you wait, the harder it's going to be because it's being stifled. It's being silenced. That's one of the reasons why so many people were having an absolute shit fit that Elon Musk decided he's going to try and take over Twitter. Twitter is a social media platform. It's not the real fucking world. But unfortunately, in our society today, it is way more important than it should be. And in its current incarnation, it is very restricted. It is very one-sided. It does not actually support or endorse free speech. It allows one point of view, and it censors, and it bans, and it silences dissenting opinions. And then the people who are really been out of shape about this power move by Elon, which, frankly, I think is fucking hilarious. It's, that is a villain origin story if I've ever heard one. That's, that sounds like something I would do if I were rich, is just to fuck with people I would do it. Just to silence the obnoxious, self-righteous assholes who feel validated because their opinions are the only ones that are being allowed to be repeated. That is not a good thing, and the same people who are saying that he's out of line and he shouldn't be allowed to do this were perfectly fine with Jeff Bezos buying a fucking newspaper. I don't know how big a deal the Washington Post still is, but he bought it, and they were like, oh my god, it's amazing, he's buying this, it's a whole new paradigm. Then Elon comes along and says, you know what, I'm going to buy this platform and I'm actually going to make it free speech friendly. I'm going to allow dissenting opinions, I'm going to allow people to say shit you don't want to hear. And these same people are having fucking meltdowns. And the same people who are saying, well, you know, Twitter's allowed to censor its platform because it's a private corporation. Private corporations can do that. Private corporations can also be fucking bought and sold. And people have a problem with that. The same people said, well, if you don't like it, build your own platform. This motherfucker said, why should I build it when I can afford to buy it? And that's what he's doing. Good on him. I mean, there's no guarantees of how it's going to play out. I would be really interested to see if it actually happens, if the purchase goes through, and if the restrictions are lifted. I, I would love to watch people that are so secure in their beliefs because they're on the side that is only allowed a platform at the moment. These people who have actively gone out of their way to deplatform other people that have dissenting opinions to make sure that their opinions can't be heard because they don't agree with them. I would love to watch the meltdowns coming from that. And that's a good step. It's, it's a step in a good fight. Now, <laughs> I, personally, I would 
be thrilled if social media was picked apart and allowed to burn and die on the vine at this point. And I do see the irony in the fact that I'm using, you know, a podcast that is a platform to get my opinions out there to say, yeah, I, I not social media is not the greatest thing in the world. I mean, it had a lot of potential. It's, I've met some really cool people through social media, but at the same time, it's there's so much toxic shit about it. And the the free speech issue aside, it's there are so many just shit echo chambers, regardless of which side you're on. Uh, now, the most populated ones are definitely all leaning one direction. They all push one agenda, and they are all in bed with the fucking feds. It's it's just the way it is. And we have a lot of people on the different platforms. Like you hear a lot of TikTok creators complaining that their content's getting pulled and they're getting banned. But, oh, it's only happening to our side. How come it's not happening to their side? Well, their side is pushing the agenda that the people that own the platform want. And a lot of people say, well, yeah, they're doing that because we're right. Well, if you stop and look at who has controlling interests in TikTok and where their vested interests lie. That, that company makes a shit ton of money off of their creators, as I understand it. I don't know. I don't make TikToks um, other than occasionally going to support people I follow's videos. I don't really use it that much. But as I understand it, the people who are in what they call the creator fund on there, they get like 33% of the money that TikTok makes off of them or something like that. Like, TikTok takes the majority of the, the money they make from sales revenue, from selling your data, from everything on that. All the people that go live and get gifts sent to them during their live streams. TikTok takes like 67% of that or some ridiculous fucking number. And that's the cost of having a free-to-use platform out there. If you can't see the product, if you can't put your hands on the product, you're the fucking product. So it's just the way it works. Now to delve a little deeper into the realm of the tinfoil hat. TikTok is not an American-owned company. It is not staked in the United States. That company's interests and agendas don't necessarily align with the best interests of this country. So from a critical thinking standpoint, you need to say to yourself, why is it that this app is validating my speech and supporting my speech if it's not necessarily because I'm right, that that's where critical thinking comes in. That's the acknowledging the ability to acknowledge that you might not be fucking right. It's, it's not, you know, a judgment on your quality of character. If you can admit you might be wrong about something, but if something you believe in something you're in favor of is being pushed so hard by a foreign oriented power, you got to kind of question what their motivation is. It's not necessarily that they're, I, I, maybe it's because I'm a negative person, and I generally question the benevolence of most people. I like humans on an individual basis. I give everybody the same equal opportunity to prove to me whether or not I should like them. But as a whole, I don't fucking trust anybody. I don't trust people until they've proven to me they're trustworthy. And maybe that's one of my own personal character flaws is I'm one of those people where when I decide that I am going to give my loyalty to somebody, I'm loyal to a fucking fault. But you got to get there first. You have to prove to me that you are worthy of my loyalty. And if if you do that and you prove that it will be reciprocated, that there is going to be tit for tat, that there is going to be a mutual respect and understanding, 
in, I mean, there may not necessarily be complete equality, but as long as there's mutual respect and understanding and we know our positions and our roles and our responsibilities to each other, yeah, I'm, I'm a loyal motherfucker. But on the other side of that coin, I am also extremely skeptical of the vast majority of people's motivations. I never walk into a situation thinking anybody is operating with my best interests in mind. They are operating with their own best interests in mind. It's human nature. You got to look out for number one first. The people who are genuinely selfless and benevolent and genuinely put other people's health and well-being and happiness ahead of their own are so completely rare as to be a null set, to be a non-factor. It's not a common trait. I wish it was. I really wish there were more good people in the world. But and there are some. I'm not saying there's none, but they're not enough to tip the scales. And anybody who goes around touting how pious and selfless they are, they're not at all because they're doing it for clout. They're doing it so they can say that they are. That's still their motivation. That's it's. You have to look at motivations in terms of critical thought. You have to look at the why behind things. You can't just accept shit at face value because if you're accepting everything at face value and your thought processes are that simplistic, no matter how much you think you're right and you're above board, you're being manipulated. You're going to be, you're easy to push around. It's real easy to take somebody who wears their values and their, their heart on their sleeve and their emotions on their fucking collar it's real easy to rile somebody like that up and point them in the direction you want. It's it's the, the slow to act. The critical thinkers are the ones that are in a better position. They're the harder, harder to manipulate because they're going to look beyond the surface shit. And that's what we need to get back to. If we want to advance as a species, if we want to become better, if we want everyone's lives to get better... We need to start embracing critical thought again. We need to start saying, okay, this is what's going to happen, and more importantly, this is why this is happening. Not because it makes me feel good, not because I feel that this is the right thing, but the actual driving factors, the actual results, the actual facts in the situation. It's like, you may say, okay, I feel this way about this person. So that applies to everybody that is in that situation. No, that is a logical fallacy. It's, it, it's like anybody, and I'm going to probably piss a few people off here, but hey, fuck it. You don't like it? Start your own podcast, and we can start a, 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 a podcast war. We can start a flame war. You'll probably get more followers because you'll be touting more popular mainstream thoughts than I will. And I'll be sitting here telling you, you can go take a flying fuck. But realistically, if you don't like me, I don't fucking care. I will never be a person who says all blank are blank ever. And it, you can't make blanket statements about every person based on one or two shitty little feelings you might have where you got butthurt. You can't say, you know... All, and I, I know way too many people that do this. I know guys that are like, all women are bitches and gold diggers and blah, 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 blah. No, you had bad experiences. You make poor choices. You think with your dick or you think with your hooch, whatever, depending on your male, female, 
non-binary. I don't give a fuck. If you're thinking with your preferred sexual parts, your naughty bits are making your decisions for you, you're going to make bad fucking decisions. It's it's just the way it is. Does that mean every person who qualifies as whatever you're attracted to is going to be that exact same thing that you keep falling for? No. The, only, the, the empirical evidence shows that you make bad choices and bad decisions. That doesn't make mean all of X, Y, or Z is bad. That means you are using a flawed process. You are fulfilling the definition of insanity. You are repeating the same processes and the same actions over and over again and expecting the results to change. And the world's not going to change to accommodate you. I don't give a fuck how much people try and push that agenda, saying, oh, well, the world's going to be, we have to make the world accommodate us, and you have to acknowledge us, and you have to support us, and because it's right, and because this, and because that, without showing what's in it for anyone else, it's never going to be accepted. Going back to what I said earlier, nobody is truly selfless. Nobody is putting everybody else's happiness first. And the people who think people should be doing that are still being functionally fucking selfish because they want their agenda and their desires being met and being pushed. So realistically, that's, I'm going to kind of try and wrap it up here. That is sort of my message for this episode is you need to be critical. Think things through. Be conscious, be aware, be cognizant of your surroundings, be cognizant of your motivations. Pull your head out of your ass. It's really, it's not too late yet. I, The cautious optimistic part of me says it's not too fucking late yet. It is getting there. I mean, we're, we're reaching that event horizon. We're getting to that critical threshold where it's going to take a massive violent undertaking to reset things or... Is going to take a massive fucking disaster. We're already on the brink of a fucking another depression. The mismanagement of the COVID crisis and the ensuing financial... Uh, I don't even know how to put it properly. There, there I've, I say it every episode. There are smarter people out there than me that can help you with this part. The financial stuff. But, you know encouraging you to get to that point where you realize you need to listen to them. That that's, that's more my, my shtick. But before all the inflation came along, before the fed was created basically to fuck the economy. I mean, yeah, the concept of, well, you know, the feds here to make sure the banks don't fail. Well, you know, the banks are poorly managed. They should fucking fail. They should be subject to the same foibles and, functionality issues as the rest of the fucking country and, and every other business on the planet and things like the airlines. The airlines should not be getting bailed out by the government. They should not be giving our tax dollars to company, private companies that operate for profit. They're not charities. They're not public transportation. They are a for-profit fucking business. If they cannot operate in a manner which would allow them to turn a profit and to stay functional and stay operational, they should be allowed to fucking fail. They're not essential. They are not, we are not dependent on them. They are a fucking business. They turn a profit or they make a loss and then they have to be sold. And other people, people with money that are successful business people will buy the airlines if they fucking fold. It's not like they're just going to let the plane sit there and fucking rot. Somebody else is going to see a need and fill a need. That's how this works. That's how, that's how free market enterprise works. 
When a need exists, somebody comes along and fills it. And if you suck at your fucking job, you lose it. The government should not be intervening and bailing these assholes out. The company should be allowed to fold and fail, and then somebody that's better at it will come along and do it right. So, you got to get there, though. So that's my recommendation. I'm, I'm talking in circles. I'm, it's go out. Ask yourself some critical thought questions. Ask yourself uncomfortable fucking questions. What would I do if? Make yourself sad. Make yourself angry. Don't be afraid of your fucking emotions. Don't worry about, you know, my feelings might get hurt if I think this way or if I put myself in this position. Yeah, good. Maybe you'll grow a little bit. Maybe you'll become a better human being. Maybe you'll turn into a fucking adult. Yeah, so, actually, if you're listening to me, probably none of that applies to you. And if you made it this far in the episode, you're probably somebody that listens all the way through on a regular basis. So thank you for listening and... I'm willing to bet you probably agree with me. If if this is your first time listening to the show and you made it this far, good on you. Um, you know, tell a friend, tell an enemy, tell somebody you don't fucking like. I don't, it, spread the word, all right? We seriously, we need to get the world back on track. We need to. We should be better than we are. But no, people, you know, want to have their feelings spared and they want to be validated without doing anything to fucking deserve it. They, they, they want to be told they're special when, you know, they're just like every fucking buddy else. Because that emotional trigger, that dopamine hit is more important than, you know, logic or common sense. And it's a problem. <laughs> and realistically, if you, you want to, I'm thinking about setting up, I've, I've been horribly remiss in the whole newsletter thing because I've figured out I suck at newsletter writing. I can't write a newsletter. I fuck. I fuck, I'm terrible at it. I I was hoping I could get some contribution type shit going on and some people writing along with it, but it's just, it's not my thing. I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. But I am thinking about, you know, putting, st- I, I've got a Discord server. I, I'm probably going to open it up to the public just because having it set up as a Patreon uh, perk is pointless when I don't have any fucking Patreons. And, you know, certain things that, I can think and say and do. I I still may put them behind the paywall. You want to start having thought exercise conversations? You know, let me know. Hit me up. Maybe that's something we can put together. I'll put a, ch- a thought convers a thought exercise channel on the server, and we can have talks about it and present scenarios for each other to work through and shit like that. But for the anyway, we're gonna wrap this one up now. I guess I'm done. I've talked in enough circles for this one. So thanks for listening and. Uh, you know, I'm going to put some links in the bio, same ones I've been putting in every show at this point, the show notes. They're important things. Go check them out. Get your shit together. Get your life on track. Nobody's going to do it for you. And for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms that I had to say at podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program, things I've talked about. There are some links available for some merch that we're working on, and there are ways to contact us there as well. And thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.